0: Let's spend some time together in the Bible and continue teaching into this theme called Spirit Life that we've been looking at over the last few weeks as we celebrate the season of Pentecost, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. But let's pray. Heavenly Father, just now as we open the Scriptures, we pray that they would um, yeah, just really reach into our heart and they would begin to shape us And open us up to the reality of Jesus and his love and his lordship for our life and our life of joy in following you as your disciples. Come Holy Spirit. This morning, as we continue in this series called Spirit Life or the life in the Holy Spirit, I want to firstly pick up on this guy from the 1700s and his name was John Wesley. This guy was an absolute giant when it comes to the whole idea of prayer. Remember how last week Scott gave some great teaching and he said, most of us are probably people of prayer, but we don't actually realise it. And Scott said, if at any point in your life you've uttered the words, oh God, then you're a person of prayer. Well, John Wesley, he was a giant in this area of prayer. Now I just want to show you on the screen a picture of John and alongside John there you'll see this little wooden room wooden floor a little kneeling pad where he knelt down and a and a little reading platform where he had the scriptures and Wesley would go there every morning to pray nicole and i went and visited this little room of prayer not much bigger than the area that i'm standing in here with a little fireplace just off screen and he would gather get there every morning to begin to meet with god we'll talk a little bit more about wesley um, as we go but this morning the main word i really want us to pick up on is this idea called devotion what is devotion why is it important why would someone like wesley get up every day at a very early hour to spend time on his knees why would he do that and what does devotion look like for the rest of us human beings well devotion is our lives being swept up into the work of god by the power of the holy spirit and we are in that season of Pentecost where we celebrate as Jesus' people living under the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And one of the realities of living in that relationship with the Holy Spirit is this outworking called devotion. And we're going to touch a little bit more on that now. Now I want you to grab your Bible and if we're going to read together from Acts chapter 2. If you don't have your Bible, it's gonna be on the screen for you, but just to put a little bit of framework around what you're going to read. In Acts chapter 2, verses 42 to 47, the Holy Spirit is being poured out in power on all of the people who gathered in Jerusalem. There are people from all different places towns nations language groups races of people all different genders and the holy spirit was being poured out on men women young and old and peter gets up and gives this great message about the fact that this is actually the supernatural fulfillment of god's promises as spoken by joel that the kingdom of god has come and the spirit is now being poured out on all people people were hearing what peter was saying they were looking at what the holy spirit was doing and people were turning their thinking around they were repenting they were saying we've had you all wrong god and now they're repenting and coming alive to the revelation of who he truly is In the person of Jesus Christ and as a result of all of this supernatural activity taking place there's this community that forms there's this group of people that begin to get called out of one way of life and begin to living a new way of life these are the people of Jesus and their distinction is there are people living under the Holy Spirit and it's interesting that the very opening phrase that Dr. Luke uses when he's recording the historical reality of this event in verse 42 is that they devoted themselves. So let's just pick that up and read. Verse 42 of Acts chapter 2. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread And to prayer, everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and they had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to one another who had need. And every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and they ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favour of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Devotion. They devoted themselves. Remember earlier how I spoke about uh, John Wesley and how he was a giant in this whole area of prayer and devotion. Well, devotion is an outworking of when we actually partner with the power and the love of God and the Holy Spirit on our lives. You see, the backstory of Wesley's life was this. He was ordained as an Anglican priest and And at the time of his ordination, when he was supposed to be being set apart by the people of God for the ministry to working in the church, he makes a comment and he says he personally had a sense of lack of saving grace and faith on his life. At that very time of his ordination. And it wasn't until some time later that John Wesley was listening to someone reading an excerpt of, John, of Martin Luther's work of an introduction to the book of Paul's writing to the Romans. At which time in his hearing that reading, Wesley said, My heart was strangely warmed. You see, what happened in that moment was that Wesley came under the power of the Holy Spirit, bringing him alive to God and sweeping him up into the life and the ministry of Jesus. Now, have a listen to one of Wesley's most dangerous prayers. He prayed this, and I, I don't recommend you pray this unless you really ready to go there (laughs) but Wesley prayed this he said I put myself wholly into thy hands put me to what thou wilt rank me with whom thou wilt put me to doing put me to suffering let me be employed for thee or laid aside for thee or trodden underfoot for thee let me be full Let me be empty, let me have all things, let me have nothing. I freely and heartily resign all to thy pleasure and disposal. Now that is a radical prayer of someone saying to God, I'm giving you my devotion. Now what does that really look like when someone prays a prayer like that? Well, John Wesley was also famously known for this saying. He said, he said to anyone who was a follower of Jesus, make this your life ambitions. Do all the good you can, by all the means you can, in all the ways that you can, in all the places you can, at all the times you can, to all the people you can, as long as ever you can. You see... Wesley went on to give his devotion to God that's what happens when we come alive and our hearts are strangely warmed by the person and the power of the Holy Spirit now this guy is a bit of a superhero in the faith no doubt and he, he went on to lead a movement of people all over the world and as a result of his heart being strangely warmed coming under the power of the Holy Spirit 30 million people came alive to God and gave their lives to Jesus Christ there was a movement then set loose in the earth and these people were called the Methodists but the point I want you to get this morning as we consider John Wesley and as we look at our own lives is Wesley had an opportunity to give to God his devotion. And the question I'm asking us as we read the book of Acts this morning and what it means to live under the outpouring of the Holy Spirit is, to whom are we giving our devotion in this season? Did you know that you and I, it's ours to give this devotion? Devotion is not some robust robotic fruit or expectation forced upon us from God. Devotion is the heart of a person coming alive to the Holy Spirit and continually engaging in the conversation that God is wanting to have with our life. Devotion is ours to give. Today, as we experience the Holy Spirit coming upon our hearts and lives, God is inviting us in this season to give our devotion to him. Devotion, according to Dr. Luke, it's a very strong word it's, and it's, an, it's a verb. It's an action word. It's a doing word. It's an outworking, responsive word to the Holy Spirit touching our life. It's a word that describes a sense of being continually steadfast and given over and persevering and courageous all at the same time. Now there's John Wesley, there's the guys and girls in the book of Acts, and then there's the rest of us mere human beings asking ourselves, what does my life look like when I give my devotion to Jesus As the Holy Spirit's being poured out on me. Now, in our quote unquote COVID context that we're all slowly, gently coming out of here in Australia, we've all been through this season of isolation and social distancing, and we give great thanks to God that the season for our country seems to be easing and coming to a close but we remember this morning in our prayers and in our hearts all of those that are still living under the intensity of this rotten work of disease and we pray for them that the kingdom would come for them but as this circumstance eases for us here in Australia and we begin to open our lives again to living daily and with a sense of freedom and openness and adventure for some of us this is a time of real exciting anticipation of what lies ahead for some of us this is a time of perhaps nervous anticipation unsure of what life could look like for me now But this morning as we do enter this new phase of life together underneath the power of the Holy Spirit I want to give you three small kingdom tips on following and partnering with the Holy Spirit as you give your devotion to Jesus as he leads you on into this new season. So our first tip is this. Pay attention to the conversation that God is having with you in this season and has been having with you in this season of isolation. Pay attention, follow, don't neglect, don't ignore God's leading. Pay close attention to those small whispers of his voice, those things from his heart that his spirit has been communicating with your heart and mind in this time of stillness and isolation the words and works of his love, the things that he's been saying, you can leave that behind now. I have a new, a new journey for you to walk. Or you no longer need to live under the power of those voice, voices or vices that have been holding your life. You can now let go of them and follow me into a new destiny. This season, God's been visiting you. He's been visiting me. He's been whispering to our heart the freedoms that he's inviting us into with Jesus. Pay attention to those words. You may remember the, when Paul wrote to a young man called Timothy. In 1 Timothy 1.18, Paul, with his wisdom, says to this young man, I give you this instruction, Timothy, keep in step with the prophecies, those words from the Father's heart that were once spoken over you and made about you. So that by following them, you can continue to fight the good fight and hold on to the faith and have good conscience. Some have rejected these words and so have, re- have shipwrecked their lives. You see, Paul was encouraging Timothy to follow by giving up and following is actually a posture of devotion. It's taking the time to pay attention and not neglect what God's been saying to us in this season. So I encourage you even now, take time in the course of today. God, let me hear again what it is you've been speaking to me through this season of social isolation. Um, The second tip I want to encourage you with is this, write down what you've heard God say. When it comes to giving our devotion to God, often we need these little helpful reminders in front of us to see, to be reminded of, to be encouraged towards each and every day. In the um, book of Habakkuk, chapter 2, verse 2, when the Lord was speaking to the prophet, the prophet recorded these words. The Lord said to me, write down the revelation or the vision and make it plain on tablets so that a herald can run with it write down what God's spoken to you in this season for some of us writing words is is comes easily for us perhaps for others of us writing words might not be so easy but painting a picture is Paint a picture of the conversation God's been having with you. Write a song. Let your um, poetry come forward. Perhaps even sometimes when people build a home or renovate a house, they build what they call a vision board. And they take all these little cutouts of pictures and ideas from all these different places and put it together in one frame to give you a sense of vision and direction. Again, we want to encourage you in this season, write down what the father's been speaking to your heart in this season in the front hallway of our home nicole and i we have a little chalkboard on the wall and on that chalkboard we put a little verse of scripture for the season that we believe god has us personally and our family walking so that every time we enter the house we and every time we exit the house we see and read that vision. And we ask the Holy Spirit to empower us to partner with God for the day. This helps us each and every day. It's a simple little practice, but it's a powerful one. And it helps us to give our devotion to the work of the Holy Spirit in our daily life. So pay attention to God. Don't neglect neglect what he's saying. Write it down. Create that vision board, that little document, that painting that reminds you of who and why you're giving your devotion to. And finally, tip number three, the little acts of obedience. You know, daily communion and conversation with Jesus and the Holy Spirit is really about all of the little things that God's inviting you into that build the big story of God our small and willing yes every day helps bring the kingdom on earth just like it is in heaven we tend to be a little dismissive of the small little things and we look for the super spectacular things but it's actually a journey from the small to the great And I want to encourage you in this season, follow those little acts of invitational obedience from the Holy Spirit. Nicole's always made it a regular practice in our family home to try to hear God and follow him in the practical daily realities of doing life. And often this looks like God asking her just to add a little bit more food to that meal that you're cooking tonight purchase just a little bit more ingredients and so she cooks for our family but then she always makes a little more and then she purchases these little containers down at Woolworths where she fills one of those up each night with the extra portion that God asked her to cook And then through the course of the night, she just simply says, God, can you tell me who you would like me to deliver that portion to tomorrow? And so she does. The next day, she just quietly goes about knocking on the door of the person that God's asked her to give that food to. And those simple little acts of obedience bring the joy and the love of God to others as Nicole listens to the Holy Spirit and follows him and in doing so brings the kingdom and builds the big story of God the little acts of obedience so today as I finish I want to encourage you in this season of the Holy Spirit who is being poured out upon you the question that God is asking of you in this season, as this as you're about to open up into a whole new season of life, post COVID's restrictions in your daily living, is this. Will you and will I, will we bring our devotion to God? Our devotion to God has the power to bring the kingdom on earth just as it is in heaven, by paying attention to the conversation that the Holy Spirit is having with us in this season, by writing it down and keeping it in front of our eyes, and by having those daily moments, those little moments of obedience. Why don't we pray together as we finish? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you that we're living in this time of the outpouring of your Holy Spirit. And I just pray for everyone here at Pine Rivers Vineyard and all of the families that we represent. And and we just even by faith bring into this prayer right now those that we love and just long for to be able to see you, Jesus, as their Lord and their friend. And we just pray, Holy Spirit, that you would come. Come upon us all today in power. Come, Lord Jesus. And we just, Lord, in response, we realize today that it's our devotion that we get the choice to bring to you in response. And I pray, Lord, that this morning as we bring our response, as we bring our devotion to you, there would just be a great sense of connection and love flowing from your heart to ours and our heart to yours. And through us, God, your love would touch others. Lord, let your kingdom come today. Bless everyone that's tuned in. I'd pray for healing power to fall right now in all of those people who are just struggling with illness and sickness and, and, and conditions at this time in their body. Lord, let your kingdom come in the name of Jesus with healing power. And Father, I thank you for all of those conversations you've been having in this season with us. And I just pray, Lord, that you bless us now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.